Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another podcast episode of Mysterious Headlines. Today, we're going to be diving into a relatively new missing person case. This person has been missing for about a month now, and his name is Brendan Santo. So it has officially been a month since he went missing in Michigan. Now, Brendan Santo is a 18-year-old college student, and he attends Grand Valley State University in Oakland, California. Now, he was visiting Michigan State, some friends at Michigan State, during their festive weekend where they had the Spartans playing the Wolverines in football. It was also the weekend of Halloween, so they had lots of festivities going on. And he was there in Michigan visiting his friends, although he lives in Oakland, California. Now, he was last seen outside of Yakely Hall on the north end of campus at Michigan State University before midnight on October 29th. His last detected cell phone location was on Beale Street between the dormitory and the Red Cedar River. So you can look up maps of Michigan State University. I don't, you know, I'm not familiar with Michigan State University. I've never been to that campus. So for me, it was really, um, really interesting to look at the map and to see kind of the layout of the campus and where they were talking about. So you can look a map up online if you're not familiar with the campus. But he was last, his last detected cell phone location was on Beale Street, which is between the dormitory, one of the dormitories, and the Red Cedar River. He was walking on campus, and there's no indication that he left the East Lansing area. So people don't think he left campus. People don't think he left that area. Or people just, they don't think he could be in another part of Michigan, let alone another state. And his vehicle remains in the last location it was parked. So his vehicle has not moved. It has stayed in the exact same spot. Now, there's been extensive efforts made to look for him in the Red Cedar River. But water levels have made it very difficult because the water levels have been very high. But now the water has receded a bit. The water levels are lower by three feet. And so police are hopeful that the search is going to go easier. They're also, they, there's also been talks about them damming the river so that they can search. And they, police really think that he is in the river. They think that, you know, maybe he was walking on campus and like maybe got too close to the river and kind of slipped or some way, somehow he got into the river. And there's been um, different news outlets and stuff reporting that there have been other cases where something similar happened, where someone went missing and the police couldn't find them. And then they ended up being in the river that, you know, they found the body dead in the river nearby where they were um, initially last seen. So police think that is the most plausible solution to this is that he is in the river and went missing and 
that's that's where they think he is and that's where they're going to put their search efforts is in the river they're going to exhaust all the search efforts in the river hopefully to find him or find answers and it's very very sad um you know it's it's a very very sad story and it's sad anytime anyone goes missing but you know to think that it's you know it's just been about a month since he went missing and to some people that seems like oh that's not very long compared to some of these other cases we're talking about you know compared to like the Gabby Petito case where you know she was missing for since you know August I guess I guess her case it was a similar length of time it was about a month a little more than a month and she was found but then we have other cases like the Summer Wells case where she's been missing since June and the Daniel Robinson case where he's been missing since July. So on one hand, a month seems like a very short amount of time. But for the family and the friends of Brendan Santo, it must feel like an eternity to not know where their son is, where their brother is, where their friend is. It must feel like an eternity. And I, I can only imagine what that would feel like. I'm not a parent myself. I've never, you know, had someone close to me go missing. So I cannot begin to imagine what that would feel like. But my heart goes out to the Santo family. My heart goes out to them. And if you live in Michigan, or if you know someone that lives in Michigan, or someone that attends the University of Michigan, I would really love for you to share this information. There are missing person posters online you can find and share. And I um, heard from one news anchor today in Florida, and he was saying that he, he heard from someone who attends the University of Michigan. And the first missing person photo, or poster, I should say, they found was like eight miles from campus. So this, he, this is not being talked about. His missing poster is not being scattered around campus, as it should be. There needs to be more people talking about him, talking about his disappearance, sharing his photo, because some people might have information. This was two nights before Halloween on the 29th, the Friday. And, you know, I have been to college. I've lived the college life. And the weekends, people go and they party and they hang out together. And... I'm sure there were lots of parties happening, especially the Friday before Halloween. I'm sure there were lots of parties going on. And so I bet there were people that late at night, around like 11 to midnight, which is when he was last, his phone last pinged. I bet there were lots of kids out and about the campus going back to their dorm room, 
going out to another party. And I'm sure there's people that may have seen something. That may have seen something. And so this case needs to be talked about more. That's why I'm covering this case here on this podcast. Please share and spread the word. If you don't live in Michigan, you can even share the missing person poster on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your Twitter, no matter where you live, because you may have someone that does live in Michigan, that goes to the University of Michigan, that may have information. You never know who this can reach. And that's why I feel so passionate about this podcast and about sharing what you know. So I'm going to be sharing this missing person poster on my Instagram and on my Twitter. I really encourage you to do the same. You can um, go follow me on Twitter at MYS Headlines. You can retweet the missing person poster I post. Um, And I'll post other ones too that maybe I haven't covered yet on the podcast but I'll share some there and some different information I'm finding just because it's so fast and easy for me to share things on Twitter. Whereas a podcast episode takes me a little bit longer to be able to sit down and do that. So you can always see missing person information on my Twitter. Please share this missing person poster. If you know anyone at all that attends the University of Michigan, please Share his missing person poster. Share this information because I believe that there are students out there that know what happened or at least have some pieces of information that can help find an answer to the Santo family. As always, thank you for listening. I'll be back again soon with another missing person case. I really appreciate you listening devoting the time to this podcast and to helping find missing persons all over the world. Thank you. Bye.